Welcome to day 358 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. And of course, when you get to day 358, you are awful close to 365. So this is our mm-hmm. last week of recording as we've begun oh. with Genesis and we'll end with a final chapter of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Kemp here with Cindy Kemp and Matt Kresge uh, as we enter our final week together. Uh, we've been reading through the book of Revelation and one of the big features of Revelation are uh, the seven seals, the seven uh, trumpets, and the seven bowls. And all of these talk about, uh, they kind of rotate back and forth between scenes of judgment and scenes of victory. And uh, that's the way Old Testament prophecy works. If you go through the book of Isaiah, you're not necessarily seeing a chronology of the things that you know Isaiah is prophesying, but you're seeing vignettes of themes. And so you have the recurring theme of uh, the opposition to God's people. You have the recurring theme of God's protection of his people in the midst of opposition. And you have the recurring theme of the ultimate victory of God uh, between, uh, you know, the uh, uh, seven, you know, the seven seals. Uh, you have the seven trumpet between the seven trumpets and the seven balls, which are the final vignettes of judgment and victory you know, in the book of Revelation. There's a nice little interlude uh, that talks about the, God's ultimate victory over uh, over the dragon. And mm-hmm. so we take you to Revelation, you know, chapter 11. We're going to kind of catch it in a little bit, in the, in, you know, a little bit toward uh, the end. We'll read about the seventh trumpet and how that unveils God's ultimate purposes for the world, uh, which we'll jump to at the end of this week. So there's going to be a lot of things in here that are going to really pique your curiosity, but you need to kind of look at the big picture and feel these major biblical themes, you know, mm-hmm. coming together, and especially the ones, you know, that I talked about, that as God's people, we will experience fierce opposition uh, from the enemy. Uh, as God's people, we will be protected and preserved by our Heavenly Father. And as God's people, we'll ultimately experience uh, victory in Christ Jesus. All of these will be portrayed you know, in this chapter as we read. Uh, but before we read, we... Uh, I don't read out of curiosity, especially in Revelation, just to kind of assign the different images to uh, different things that are happening in news events. We we read to see the heart of God, to rest in the power of God, and to have our imaginations and our affections stirred uh, toward the person of God and the great work He has done for us in Christ Jesus. So mm-hmm. before we read, Matt, you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Father, we um, come to you asking that you would do exactly that, that you would... Um, humble us through your word, encourage us and comfort us, help us see the the glory of who you are and all that you've done in Christ Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and Father, as we read your word and, and read through passages that um, at times can be confusing or um, just kind of baffle us, that Father, you would give us wisdom and insight, that you would help us to, um, to see all that you're doing through your word. Father, we thank you for this time together as we read. Would you build us up and would you glorify yourself through us? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. Uh, The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and the one who was, because you have taken your great power and you've begun to reign. The nations were angry and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who have destroyed the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened and within his temple 
was seen the Ark of His Covenant, and there came flashes of lightning, rumbles, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a severe hailstorm. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain. She was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept away a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to earth, and his angels with him. Then heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accusers of our brothers and sisters accuses him before our God day and night has been hurled down. They tramped over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to a place prepared for her in the wilderness, where she would be taken care of for a time, times, and half a time out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged that the woman went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast to their testimony about Jesus. Uh, so the really nice images in the middle of that. And of course, if you were making Revelation into a movie, it would quickly move you know, between these images of uh, God's sovereignty in heaven, which you know, give us great security, and of course the tumult that's taking place on the earth, which is embodied uh, you know, by uh, the great red dragon, and is tech not only of the person of Christ, but the people of Christ you know, that's betrayed you know, in, the, in this interlude. The book of Revelation is not quite over, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, John does want to take us you know, to the end. And that's almost what happens with all of these cycles, the cycles you know, of, the, you know, of the seals and of the trumpets and of the bowls. Uh, they begin with severity of persecution, the end with the victory of Christ. And uh, that's exactly you know, what we have here. So getting both of those scenes mixed together. Mm-hmm. And of course, that uh, serpent that we found in uh, the opening chapters of Genesis has now mm-hmm. uh, become a, you know, a great red dragon. And uh, when you see the horns and you see you know, the crowns, you know, these are images you know, of great power. This is the way the lamb you know, was described as well with crowns on his head and, mm-hmm. and horns and a resembling power, so rule and authority. Mm-hmm. So while God has his rule and authority, uh, you know, so, so does the dragon, but he cannot stand uh, against our God. Yeah, and that's one of the things that stands out to me, even just playing off that Genesis idea of really what we're just seeing here is a continued outworking of the Genesis 3 yeah. you know, story where mm-hmm. you see Adam and Eve rebel against God, but God promises that he will send an offspring in the woman who will crush the head of the serpent. 
And, and that's exactly what we're seeing play out here. But this dragon knows, the serpent knows mm -hmm. it's the lost cause. And so he's just seeking to devour anything and everything from, you know, almost you see the, the offspring itself, the seed. But then also, what is it, verse 17 says, you know, and the rest of the offspring of the woman, you know, the church, the, the people who mm -hmm. um, are God's people, you know, the you see the serpent going after. But ultimately we see a great victory, you know, in this, that the, the dragon has no hold um, mm -hmm. over the things of God and over God himself. And, and of course, that's the way Paul will end the book of Romans by saying, you know, God will soon crush Satan under your feet. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're seeing this. And of course, it's, even in the narrative of Revelation, this is this projecting forward. This is, you know, not happened in the way that the book is unrolling, you know, at this, you know, at this particular time. Uh, we'll go back, you know, when we go into the bowls, uh, you know, to the judgment, you know, that has taken place, you know, on earth. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, it is the image of, you know, the ultimate defeat of, of Satan and, and of the great dragon, you know, that's embodied here. Uh, you have to love, you know, that, uh, and you see in the middle of that, you know, the woman was given wings, you know, like an eagle. That, that is the image, you know, that uh, God used when he talked about the children of Israel. I brought you here on eagle's wings. Mm -hmm. I rescued you from the power and the dominion of Pharaoh and brought you here to be my people. So you have an Old Testament image that is there. You also have the image of a place of protection in the wilderness. And, and of course, most of us hate, you know, the idea of in our relationship with Christ being in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. You know, but... Uh, God, in His sovereignty, has put us in a place where, you know, we are we are protected by Him. That doesn't mean that there won't be martyrs, and that doesn't mean, you know, that there won't be calamity, and that doesn't mean that there won't be difficulty. But it does mean God, in His sovereignty, is watching over His people, and uh, will securely deliver them into His you know, into His presence. And and that's our confidence. Yeah. Confidence is not we're going to have great days every day for the rest of our life. Matter of fact, Paul says in the latter days things will go from bad to worse. And, of course, that is what uh, is imaged here in the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. well, and what a great sound that comes out. You know, the loud voice from heaven says, Now now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority mm -hmm. of the Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God night, uh, day and night has been hurled down, and they triumphed over him. Well, how? By the blood of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. You know, and by the word of their testimony. So, they, and it says they did not, you know, shrink back, you know, considering death to be something feared. But, what a great image right there of, you know, God has overcome mm -hmm. not just our, our sin, you know, but the very basis of which the, you know, the accuser has to make accusations that the Lord doesn't even listen to the accusations anymore because we've been covered by the blood of the lamb. Mm -hmm. yeah, and just in this epic kind of fight we see, we see a victory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to love the woman has, you know, 12 crowns. And of course we hear 12, we, we hear, yeah. you know, the nation, you know, and we'll see that as we get through this week, we're going to hear that image again and again. Mm -hmm. uh, we see, uh, you know, the image of, uh, you know, we, we think of the foundation of Israel. So in, in many ways, you know, Mary gave birth to Jesus, but in a far bigger way, the nation of Israel uh, has given birth, you know, to Jesus. And of course, mm -hmm. there was a continuity between the people of God, the 12, uh, you know, the 12 tribe of Israel in the Old Testament and the 12 apostles in the New Testament. And we'll see those come together beautifully in the new city, uh, you know, that comes down from heaven. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these, a lot of our story is being retold, mm -hmm. you, you know, here. Uh, in, in in these pages, and again, our confidence is is in this. I mean, the the reality is we will experience great opposition and difficulty in this world, and uh, the closer we get to the coming of Christ, the uh, the more intense it'll get. Not the easier, you know, it'll get for us. 
but God knows how to keep his people in the middle of uh, mm-hmm. all persecution and conflict and and uh, the intensity of the challenges of the enemy you know that come, comes against us and God will ultimately deliver us into his presence uh, where we share in his victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cindy, you mind closing us with a word of prayer? No, I don't mind. Father, we just um, thank you that we've known you in Scripture as the God who was and is and is to come, and now we see that you have come. And Father, this is how we've prayed. Your kingdom come and your will be done, and, and we can rest in that and take hope that you have all this in your um, in your plan and in your control. And we, we thank you for your sovereignty. And Father, may this continue to um, encourage us and give us hope, Father, as we look forward to that day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 